Yeah, go for it. Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Ooh, I don't know why it's doing it like that. <laughs> Today we're playing Apocalypse World. This is our Verdant Mountains campaign, or Reclaimed Earth, depending on where you're listening to it. Uh, I am joined today by... Ryan! Alright, hey everybody, I am Ryan. Uh, you may recognize my voice from some such other podcasts as Ragnarok. Um, I am going to be playing the Maestro D of our group, Saffron. Uh, Saffron is transgressing. He wears uh, vintage clothing... Uh, he has a he has a very a very nice suit uh, with a red sport coat. Um, he has a porcelain face. He has mischievous eyes, uh, a curvy body, and precise hands. And he runs a sex theater off of an old riverboat. Who's next? Put up your hand. I may or may not have my hand up. You can't tell. I guess that means I'm next. All right. Hello, I am Alex. You might also recognize me from such audio drama podcasts as Ragnarok. Um, and I am playing Canteen Ayazama. He is the water bearer of our little enclave. Uh, he is a man with ornate wear, uh, a strong face, watchful eyes, and a mended body. Uh, he wears a golden toga and sandals, and he has uh, an ornamental chain that has a whole bunch of little vials of water uh, strapped to it. That's the symbol, his symbol of uh, not his, his position as Canteen. He is the spiritual leader of, of our uh, hard hold. He runs the aquifer of the soul. Brandon? Your microphone is muted. I know that it's oh, not muted okay. on, on chat, but it is muted uh, hardwire. I thought it was my headset. Now it's definitely muted on, on the Hangout. I can see the little muted icon. He's, he's working it out, listeners. Uh, so, last run, uh, there was uh, a expedition to a water bottling plant uh, as well as some political maneuvering uh, back at the enclave. How you going, Brandon? Nope, still not working. I trust him to work it out. Um, yeah, uh, so... They went to the water bottling plant in the hopes of finding uh, some lights. They did spot some lights, but they didn't actually manage to collect any. They ran out of time. Uh, and then they powered back to the camp. Um, so we'll probably... I was thinking maybe... I'm not sure whether we want to pick up, pick up straight there or whether we maybe want to think about... Um, 
doing uh, maybe some uh, not so much a time skip, but like some what is the word I'm looking for? Narrative time is what we'll call it. Narrative convenience. Mm. All right, yeah, I'm I'm down with that. I yeah, think sure. I can hear Brandon. By yeah, the way. I heard he said something. Did I? No, I didn't. Oh, he did. <laughs> Brandon, who are you playing? I don't know, some woman. That was a complicated personality. Uh, no, I'm playing Ozair. She is a mechanic known as a savvy head in the Apocalypse World system. Uh, she is ambiguous. She wears vintage clothing in the form of a coat. She is very pretty. She looks like a model. But, yeah, that's about all her. About all her. Oh, good. That's going to be one of those games. Yep. <laughs> I think that's part of the course for me. Well, yeah, so I was thinking of maybe some like narrative time. Unless there unless anyone had anything that they like felt story wise needed to be do da, dune. Needed to be dune needed to be done as soon as they got back. Because that um, if we go for a little more narrativistic I, time, I don't have anything that needed to be did it. Yeah. Because if we do that then that gives Ryan uh, Saffron some time for her spy to become useful. Yeah. I think Unless unless someone uh, unless someone is making another attempt on my character's life, uh, he's just gonna go on with uh, the performances of his show and making money as a dramaturge pimp, and things will you know develop. Uh, so, Brandon, what is Ozair doing when you guys get back to camp to home? Oh. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you planning on going back and getting those lights? Or um, well, should we highlight stats first, perhaps? Yes, we should. Thank you for reminding me. I'm a terrible GM. Always on the ball with that one. I know. I don't know why I always forget it. So uh, I'll just go first. I don't know what should I highlight. Um, hmm. I would like to level up. I need one more experience points. So, my cool or my hard would be cool. Okay. Go with cool. Alright, I don't even have to erase anything. Um... GM, since we're skipping some narrative time, can I erase that one harm that I have? You definitely can. Alright. As you comb your hair over to hide your... <laughs> there we go. Alright. Uh, so, who has my highest? Oh, Zare. Uh What would you like to uh, have done? Well... That was an odd, odd phrasing there. Let's see. Uh, All of what the sex stuff. Surprise me. Okay. Uh, why don't you take... I don't use cool, and I rarely use hard. So why don't you highlight cool twice? No, I'm kidding. Uh, how about sharp? Okay. I'm fine with that. And Mr. GM... Yes. Well, and and uh, Ryan. 
Yeah, I was waiting that, for Ryan. That, yeah, okay. Um, both of you guys have history plus one with me currently, so... Yep. Um, I'm going to roll a die. Uh, evens, it's Ayazama. Odds, it is Ozair. And... I am rolling... Okay, it's a four. Oh, that's me! Alright, so, Saffron, why don't you highlight your hot? You might right. need it. Hot is my, my main stat, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, I figured. And then I would like you all to highlight your weird. Oh. <laughs> that's my worst one! Yeah. Just keep highlighting my two best stats, the only ones I want to use. Oh, I see how it is. Give me my third level up. <laughs> I'm almost at my first. So close. You're becoming the Jacob of this game, Brandon. Just reminding us all about how much more your, how much higher your character's level level is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember when I hit level one. Those were the days. Exactly. I just want to say I'm loving this trend of talking about the Numenera campaign and it getting further and further <laughs> into the past. Never yeah. post it, ever. <laughs> Brandon had the brilliant idea of never posting the Numenera campaign and just making it this ongoing thing. <laughs> we'll see. I um, heard about a Numenera campaign once. I heard the legends. So, um, yes. What are what do what do uh, what do what do uh, what does uh, the Ozair exploratory party do when they immediately return to the enclave? Um. Uh, well, I probably, uh, Ayazama probably heads to the source to tend to his wound because I believe it is also our, like, center of healing, so he probably needs to soak a bandage in some water and put it on his head. Oh, Zara rolls her start of session move. Yeah, she do that. To... <laughs> she, you failed. Let's see. Two, four, five. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, so, on a miss, you can spend uh, the hold, and you can have it... You can have me be somewhere, but trapped, pinned, or caught. <laughs> so, just randomly, in the middle of the game, you guys hear screaming from the old well. Hell, I can't get up. I'm some kind of turtle. Ozair, how did you get into that giant Venus flytrap's jaws? Crawled in. Hoping it would kill me. <laughs> I thought it was a light source. Sorry. Um, Ozair, what do you tell people about your trip? Because people do... They see you come out of the forest and a bunch... Uh, out of the jungle. And a bunch of people run up and like, Oh! How did it go? What was there? Did you get the lights? You don't look like you have any... Why don't you have any lights? Where are all the lights? Ozair ignores them. Oh. And... Uh... Goes to... Let's see. 
Where is she going? She goes to the non-religious doctor. Is there such a thing as a non-religious doctor? <laughs> if there is, you're going to have to give question. them a name. Okay. The non-religious doctor's name is... What's a Sorry. medical equipment brand? Medical equipment Band-Aid? Um, right, it's Band-Aid. I mean, you're, you're, you're correct. It's Band-Aid? Cool. It's Band-Aid. Alright. Gonna go see that Band-Aid. It's Band-Aid the third. Great. A long line of Band-Aids. <laughs> <laughs> You, uh, where is Band-Aid's office? Um, somewhere in the dam. Like, in one of the empty spaces that used to function as the actual medical office office for the dam. I don't know. Sure, the medical office is sort of off this, like, um, it's a large room. There's a lot of tables. Like, there were tables and stuff in here, but you cut them up and used the material because they were metal tables. You know, they were useful for other things. Don't really need tables. Uh, and now it's sort of like a gathering area for children. Uh, so there's a bunch of children running around in here, and you walk in, and then off to the side you see the bead curtain that serves as the doorway to the doctor's office, to Band-Aid's suite. Oh, God, are they going to tell me to rub this crystal on it? Um, I sigh and walk through the beaded curtain. You see a figure uh, with a sort of a cloth face mask on uh, and... Uh, mismatched goggles uh, sitting there in a sort of a meditative pose uh, and there's like a sort of a acrid but sweet scent in the air coming from like a bowl of little burning chunks of wood or something in front of them They say, and they just sort of look towards you and then you see them make a gesture as if to say, sit. Azur has a brief thought of turning around and leaving and going to Ayazama because this is ridiculous. Ayazama accepts more insurance. But uh, she sits reluctantly. As you sit, uh, they uh, wait a few moments and then pull down the cloth over their face and you see some sort of mild scarring uh, around their mouth. Uh, and then they say, sorry, I was uh, meditating. What do you need? What's the problem? What's you, what's, uh, you've got a bit of a thing on you. You've got a, cheek, a cheek wound. That's the word, cheek wound. Yes, I was just hoping that I was bitten by some wild person in the verdant, Ooh. and I was hoping that, you know, I should probably come to you, you know, over the church. I'm flattered that you came to me rather than go to the canteen. Most people believe that their magic water will cure all. Magic I think it water. 
can, but... Look, if you don't like my medical practices, you can get the fuck out. You want magic water? Go get your fucking magic water. And they sort of walk off to the other side of their room. Ozair kind of sighs in her cross-legged position on the floor. And says, you know, this is why no one likes you. And I stand up and I leave. <laughs> yeah, good riddance to you. Fuck off, mate. Don't give a fuck. Tell those children to keep it down. I'm trying to meditate. I look at the children, and she raises her arms and, like, screams and yells and waves her arms to get them more riled up. They all start <laughs> jumping off the walls, metaphorically Good. speaking. Ozair is going to reluctantly go to the source. <laughs> Band-Aid is known for their bedside manner. <laughs> no wonder the source is so popular in comparison <laughs> to Hippie Doctor. How do you know they're hippie? They might just be indie. Uh, Emo. Hipster. Scene. There's scene, Doctor. Uh, so you're going to go to... The canteen. Brilliant. Do it. I'm going to avoid the canteen. Oh! You're walking. There's the canteen. Well, I mean, it's it's one room. Yeah. It's kind of hard to avoid. Oh, is like there a pre-functionary yeah. I can see? Some type of functionary? Well, there's like the, there's the foyer where everyone has to drop their weapons in the post-apocalyptic cubbies. And then there's just uh, the room with the source. And then the canteen's apartment's in the back behind the source. She takes her crowbar and gun and puts them in the cubby and then looks at Ayazama. Ayazama, uh... Oh, sorry. Continue, no. No, I was going to say, Ayazama is uh, sitting on the floor, and uh, what's it? Babylon is putting the bandage on his head, and he said, no, I told you, it was just a bird, it's fine. You don't need to worry about it, I'm going to be fine. Oh, oh, Azair. <laughs> Hello. Uh, looks like you're busy. She's kind of like tucking no. the crowbar back in her belt and putting no, the... No, 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 it's fine. Uh, just you, we, can, we can tend to you if you're injured as well. Just leave your items and come on in. Uh, I don't know what to do. Well, you, you put them in the cubby uh, and remember your number uh, and then walk through the door... She rolls her eyes. The biggest eye roll. Petulant teenager style. Um, yeah. She kind of lifts her weapons, places it back in the same cubby, turns around almost robotically, and reluctantly walks inside of the church, quote-unquote. 
Yes. Uh, so, uh, Oz Ozer, you're Ozer. Ahizama uh, takes, since they already have the medical supplies out, he takes one of their bandages uh, and dips it into the water from the source. Uh, where is your wound? Oh, it was like on your face, right? You. Yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, it's like your cheek. Um, so Ayazama undoes the like the handkerchief you tied around your face before, and applies an actual bandage in much the same way, just sort of tying it around your head because without adhesive, there's really no other way to get a bandage on your cheek, unless we just tape. Oh, unless we go around your mouth. Nah, it's okay. Uh, mm. Mm. She kind of sighs and says, I didn't... She kind of looks, as she starts, she kind of looks over at Babylon, who's probably standing close-ish, I would assume. Yeah, she's okay. like nurse. I didn't get what I want. What, the lights? No, no, not the lights. Of course not. Babylon, could you give us a moment? And I think she, she nods and walks in the back to the apartment. I... kind of looks at you, I... The whole reason I was doing the lights was to make some change, Ayazama. And do you think you didn't get that? I don't think the lights will be enough. That's why I decided to leave. Plus, I couldn't let you or your assistant or my brother's husband's or your bodyguard get killed. That's why I left. Well, I appreciate that sentiment, and I'm sure everyone else does, but we knew the dangers when we left, and we know how important the lights are. But do you think there is some other way that you can bring about this change that you want? Mm, I don't know. <sighs> Have you ever actually came here for a ceremony, Ozer? She kind of looks around maybe once or twice with my father. The source, in addition to healing and just being generally delicious water, it can also help show people the way. Will you pray with me, Ozer? She kind of squints her eyes at you and... Or at least be receptive while I pray. She looks over at the gun in the cubby, kind of bites her lip, and 
kind of says, yes, I will pray, Ayazama. To what purpose, I do not know, but... Sometimes we don't find out the, pr the purpose for the prayer until after it's done. Uh, and I would like to uh, use my step into the flow move, so when you lead a group in true ceremony, roll plus cool. Go for Four it. Do that, right. do that true ceremony. Well, that is a seven. <gasps> I level up. I get to mark off one. Woohoo! Ayazama <gasps> <gasps> uh, glows as he leads you in prayer. No. Um, so, seven to nine, I choose one. Uh, so, I'm going to give this one to Ozair. Um. Ozair, would you say that you're more lost or bereft right now? Mm. Or distraught? Hmm. I don't know. Um, probably lost, I would think. I think that's what Ozair would think she is. Okay, yeah. so on a 7 to 9, anyone lost is reassured. So through through the ceremony, uh, it's it's a small and quiet affair, basically just uh, a few prayers with the the bowl of water that he dips into the platinum basin. Uh, uh, Ayazama takes a, takes a sip uh, and says a prayer, and then passes it to Ozair so that she can drink while he says the prayer for her, uh, and they have a little ceremony. And he says, "I." agree, Ozer, that change is a necessary part of life. If the water... Uh, we, we see it in rivers, that they change their course over time and meander in new directions and carve new paths. I believe that you could be the river for our community and help us carve a new path, whether it is through lights to help keep the bone chewers away or through some other means that you haven't discovered yet or haven't spoken out loud. I have faith in you, Ozair, whether or not you may have it in yourself. She kind of squints at you as she is off to do and kind of says, I will not call you Canteen, but thank you, Ayazama. You're very welcome. And make sure to change that bandage every day, otherwise it could get uh, pretty gross. Eh, it's not as bad I, as it looks. Ayazama gives, I, Ayazama gives you, like, three bandages, knowing so you don't have to come back. Just keep it, keep it as clean as you can. She shoves them somewhere in her giant coat. That's, that's keeping them clean. Her coat is clean. Well, when, when I say bandages, it's probably some sort of lake weed or something Ugh. that's been straightened out and woven into Ugh. a bandage. Yeah. Put this weed on your this. Put this dank nug on your wound. It has. <laughs> it has some. Uh, <laughs> it has some antiseptic properties. Not that people know. Not that we know that. We just know that if you put it on wounds, they tend to not get infected. It's not the only thing with antiseptic properties, if you know what I mean. She nods at you and says, Perhaps I will return for the next service. 
Perhaps not. I would be happy to see you there. And she goes over to the cubbies, takes her weaponry out, and looks back at you and says, After all, Ayazama, I am your river. And she leaves. I said our river, but very well. <laughs> I'm liking all this gay text. It's not even subtext. Is it gay or is it straight? No one knows. Nobody knows. Where it's, it's the apocalypse. Some men just have wounds. Like Ethan. Yep. Sorry. Father, mother. Uh, so, out of character, do I level up now or at the end of the session? Go now. If you can yeah. make the decision quickly, then go now. Well, if you're doing yeah, someone else's scene, I will. Yeah. Well, I was going to... So... Do, does... Uh, are you going to go back and get those lights, uh, Ozer? Um... <clears throat> Within what period of time are we talking about? Like, the next day? Are yeah. you going to do it the next day? No, not the next All right. day. All right, so you've got um, a few days until... You've got a few days to play with. Um, so, like, what are you guys going to be doing over the next few days? So, are you going to be making preparations for anything, or are you just going to be sort of... Passing the time. We'll start with Saffron. All right. Um, well, at the end of last session, uh, I took a new move. Um, Maestro D move, a devil with a blade. Um, so I think that in order to weave that into the story a bit more, Saffron is going to work a sword fighting scene or some kind of bladed weapon fighting scene into his weird, sexy rendition of Stephen King's Carrie. And uh, he and the rest of his ensemble will be rehearsing for that. Okay, cool, cool. Um, tell me what kind of s weapons in this sword fight are the, uh, are the combatants using? Uh, you know, are they using swords? Is it like a rapier duel or is it some kind of... Uh, ferocious ballet. Um, I I kind of picture this as as vaguely like Elizabethan Shakespearean in a way. So maybe it is like a rapier duel. Uh, something a bit of Romeo and Juliet. Cool. And um, what? And is that kind of swords? Have you somehow managed to make rapiers, or uh, are they just holding machetes at one another? Are they um, using are they using wasters? Maybe you guys have made swords from the trees. So one of the uh, one of the elements of my of my place uh, is that everybody's packing. My cast and crew are a gang. Uh, so I kind of I kind of picture that 
everybody had a weapon on them anyway, just in case uh, something went wrong with a client or they they needed to defend themselves for whatever reason because it is the post-apocalyptic future. Um, so I guess I I'm... Just, I just most of those as concealable knives and stuff that okay. they had on themselves or derringers if they somehow managed to get derringers. That, that weird That weird crossbow knife gauntlet that... Uh, that... Uh, fuck, iced tea... Has is it Ice T or Ice? It's Ice T. That Ice T has in the Johnny Mnemonic movie. Yeah, it's got the knife gauntlet. Um. So yeah, maybe maybe we have maybe we have fashioned some some crude, uh, long thin rapiers out of out of wood or or something else. But it's still willow would probably be a good rapier stand-in because it's flexible. All right, sounds good. Cool. Um, nice. Uh, so that's some of the stuff that you're doing. Uh, is there anything else that you're doing over the next few days? Um, probably keeping an eye out on that uh, on that dead drop in case Cockle wants to get in touch with me. Cockle was it? Yeah, was was my spy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, Ayazama. What is the church doing? Well, since he is back, uh, regular daily services are have resumed, uh, and Ayazama is also making sure to go to um, Pacifica to see if she still wants her uh, personal services. She does. Tell me what uh, what has been troubling Pacifica lately. Um. I think she's a little worried about the fractures that seem to be forming in the community. There's, uh, you know, all this talk about making a militia now, and then Ozair's plan for the lights, and people wanting to claim Saffron's boat, and it seems like there's just, it's, it's, it's rest, the people are restless. Canteen, Ayazama, do you have any idea of a way that we could maybe bring the people together, even even if only for a f one day, something we could do as a community that would get people's minds off this fighting and remember that we're stronger when we work together. Well, uh, a holiday always brings people together, perhaps some sort of uh, fair or carnival, as the ancients used to call it. It's carnival. <laughs> a, a celebration of of everything that makes our community strong. It could do. It could go a long way to help calm the nerves of people and assuage some of the fears that people have. Very well. Thank you for your help, and and I'm sorry that the journey to the uh, into the verdant was not fruitful. Oh, it was not entirely without uh, fruit, so to speak. And just uh, be careful, Pacifica. Uh, there are those who feel that perhaps the community needs a stronger hand. Just 
make sure that you don't give anyone reason to question. Thank you. Is there anything else that you are doing, Ivan? Uh, I don't think so. Perhaps uh, talking with Lissa to see if there's anything that we learned from the water tanks at the, the bottling plant we went to that we could uh, bring to the source, but that's just sort of, you know, long planning stuff. Mm. Um, all right, so when you find her, she's sort of... Uh, she's sitting at the f as far away from the water processing equipment that you have as possible. And she's sort of looking at it, and she's got, like, a bunch of scraps of dried eel skin and bark and what passes for paper around her and charcoal, and she's scribbling down notes and symbols and also like doing drawings and some of the drawings are going onto the concrete and steel of the floor she's not like feverish and like possessed with a desire she's just right. focused and working hard at what she's doing oh you seem to have uh, certainly taken to your work with gusto Lisa. i feel like there's a lot we could learn from the water processing, from that water bottling plant. Maybe we should make return another journey, some sort of, I don't know, maybe a church-funded expedition uh, to excavate the site? That might not be the worst idea, but what is it that you hope to learn? Well, there's a few things I noticed. One is I think there might be a way to make more of the water treatable. At the moment, we're doing uh, pure... Uh, uh, what is the word I want here? We're doing filtration through substances. Uh, we've yes. got, like, sand and occasionally charcoal and we can negotiate it from the burners. But apparently, the, mach the machinery they had at that water processing place... It used some kind of light or something to purify the water. And I just think we might be able to get more volume through the system. Uh, but I also think that we might, there might be some uh, better ways to bottle as well. Some better ways to store the essence of the cistern at the moment we've sort of got that bubbling uh pool and we're scooping the water out of it but if we we could maybe co-opt some of their machine bottling system we might be able to start bottling the water on a uh, faster and more efficiently to what end though well, if we can bottle it easier and refine it into the healing uh, waters uh, more easily, then perhaps we could teach the hunters how to use the healing water. They could take it with them on their trips so that if they get injured in the verdant, they don't have to rush back here. They have some measure of healing they can provide in the field beyond just slapping absorbent material onto their face. 
Well, it is an interesting idea. We, we shall see about uh, setting up a return mission, and perhaps we will be able to one day bring the source water to more people. Uh, for you, Alex, uh, yeah. you, can, you can do either one of those or none of them, but you can't do both. You can't, what do you mean? You, you can't do the bottling and the filtri filtration. You don't have the manpower. Oh no, uh, he doesn't. Ayazama doesn't want to do either. Oh, good. I just was saying, if you did yeah. want to do them, you can only do one. You can't do both. Well, no, because then if more people have the water, he's less important, uh, is, and the church fair. itself is less important. So no, he's he's giving her a little pat on the shoulder and saying, "Yeah, good work. Keep it up," with no intention of ever following up. Brilliant. I like I like this. I like <laughs> that you're doing exactly what Ethan would do. Yeah. Uh, well, keep keep up the good work, Lisa. I look forward to seeing what you come up with, and I, thank I you, walk away. Canteen. Uh, I think I'll switch over to uh, Ozair, unless there's anything else you want to do, Azama. Nope. Cool. No, uh, sorry, I hit the wrong button, and I couldn't unmute no, my no, mic. No, no, that's fine. You were muted. That's it's cool. I got it. We were there. Uh, so, Ozair, what are you doing in the over the next few days? Uh, two things. Go First, for it. I am going to go to my father and get the rest of those dang binders from him. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I wanted to do was to work a gig because I am running out of money. All right. Uh. Which do you want to do first? Which one would you do after going and speaking to the doctor and Ayazama? Um, she would go see her father because, well, first she'd go, whatever, it doesn't matter. She'd go see her father with the other binder. All right. So we're going to do this kind of fiasco-y. Does this go well for you or does it not? Um, well... She, her father told her to come back if she thought that she should do this. So that's what she's doing. So um, it goes well. Of course it does. Why not? Because right. he keeps his word. Because so, it would be out of character for him not to keep to his promise. <laughs> yeah, but if you'd, if you'd gone with yeah. it doesn't go well for me, then maybe there's another complication. It's not that he wouldn't give you the binders. It's just like, you know, something else happens that is shit. Get shot by a jealous husband. No! <laughs> <laughs> he trusts Ozair the fool. Uh, so, uh, you go to um, Ethan's home, and when you get there, uh, he looks like it. he's rushing to go somewhere, you see him like t tidying his clothes or whatever, putting on his cleanest overalls and, you know, checking his five teeth. What are you doing? I have a meeting with the cons. I need to be presentable. How nice. Um, I... Pick up the, well, you know, put the binder in his face and kind of say, I need the rest of them. 
He sighs and says, very well. I hope you know what you're doing. No, but, you know. I trust that you'll make a good choice. Uh, but I Change. have to go. Yes. And then he rushes out the door. <laughs> Can't keep the cons waiting, you know. I love you. You can make them wait. They make everyone else wait. I can't hear you. I'm gone. She goes to <clears throat> the area where he, where she first saw him pull the binders from. Do you remember where that is? It was under his bed, or there something like that. It was under his bed, but I was, I was. Lay on the binders. <laughs> Thin mattress <laughs> on the binders. Ooh, so comfortable. Ooh, the rings! They really... They're like massage balls. Exactly. How many are yep. there? Uh, there is five binders. Oh they're my god. Oh my god. Did you have... Uh, did you... They're like... Uh, they're like uh, those installment encyclopedia... Binders, you know, you get like one magazine of information each month for like ten years. Uh, I pick them all up. Or legal binders, like with a bunch of fucking leaf leafs of just fucking law in there. Except schematics. They're like two inches thick. Is there a non-used some kind of milk crate that could fit all these binders in? Uh, there is, uh, your, uh, mother's, uh, chair. Not your mother's chair, sorry. Uh, there's a chair at the, in the kitchen that has, it's a milk crate with a wooden back attached to it. You can take the wooden back off and then, like, I don't know, leave some, leave some, uh, Work, work cards. Sorry, Father, for I have sinned, and I pull the wooden back and place it gently on the table, putting all my binders in, and heading back to my workshop. Brilliant. Uh, do you pass anyone uh, on the way back? Anyone, anyone important, basically? Any of the char named characters? Um... Basically, do you want to have an interaction? Ozair wouldn't have an interaction, even if they wanted to have an interaction with her. Yeah, but I'm asking you, Brandon, the player. Um, probably do not. Do you think it would be dramatically interesting? No, it wouldn't. All right, good, cool. All right, so you've got the binders. Um. What are you going to do about food for the next few days? Well, I still have one barter, so mm, I already spent my barter. One barter's pretty low. Uh, no, it's not that low, I mean. I know it's nice. not. Are you going to work a gig? Yes, that's what I'm doing. Good. What what kind of gig do you th are you thinking, or do I just say one? Um, I have three kinds of gigs I can do. I can maintain a wealthy NPC's finicky or fragile tech. 
repair a wealthy NPC's high-tech equipment or conduct research for a wealthy NPC. So I'm sure that in order to get my large amount of barter I started with, because the savvy head starts with six, I know someone. What's that rich guy's name? Which one? The rich one that uh, Saffron goes to all the time. The patron of the arts? That is... uh, Toyota. Toyota. I'm sure he has a jukebox or a phonograph. He has a a sous-vide machine of some kind. Remember? We've established that he sous-vides. Oh, good. Um... Uh, I think she. I think this is how it works. I think Ozair usually doesn't do this because she doesn't care. But there's a box, like a suggestion box, but it's not actually a suggestion box. It's just like a request box. Yeah. And like, there's too many jobs to be done uh, around the place for all the jobs to get done. So they get put in, and whatever comes out is the one that yeah. gets done. So she is hurry, like hurriedly looking through these like little, uh, whatever, dried leaf with writing on it and looking for something that looks lucrative to her eyes. All right. Possibly horribly dangerous. Uh, you see a request from Toyota that says uh, something about a, uh, they traded... For a piece of equipment, and it was working fine, but now it stopped working, and they need some help. Kind of look around my little workshop. Uh, are any of my uh, skilled laborers there? Um, only one. The rest are already out on assignments. Okay, let's make that my cousin, Pamming. Ah, uh, good old Pamming. Uh, Pamming is interested in the stars, as I recall. Yes. Yes, Pamming. So, I... What is she doing right now? Is she just kind of sitting around, or is she working on something, or... Uh, she's having her lunch break. She's eating some, uh, lobster, crayfish-type, uh... Salad, I guess you'd say. Seaweed and crayfish, so, you know. Um, I think on the farthest wall by the chalkboard that has now been wiped off with... She's wiped the lights off of it is a kind of four-sectioned, like, hook to hang your tool belt on. And there's one that never gets taken off, and that's Ozair's, because she usually doesn't do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And she kind of reaches over Pamming and grabs it and, like, starts putting it on. Oh, are you going out on a job? I know, right? It's just normally you delegate and focus on important tasks. My purse is running a little low. Do you need help for anything? Do you need me to come with, or...? Kind of looks at her and says, eh, all right. Second set of hands wouldn't help. Damn it, I really thought you'd say no. <laughs> all right. 
she says, all right, just let me finish this. And she, like, starts shoveling her food into her face. And then she, like, leaves maybe a quarter of it there and then grabs a tool belt and rushes o- over to you. I look at her and say... So, um, what are we doing? What are, what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the job? <coughs> Sorry. I don't know. Toyota, kind of looking at this kind of crumply leaf thing, crumpled dried seaweed thing. He has some problem, Toyota does, with some traded piece of equipment. I'm sure it's broken, whatever it is. So it didn't actually work ever anyways, but... I heard that he traded with one of the burners for, like, one of those, uh... What are they called? Like, the theater boxes that have the plays? Like what Saffron does in them? Strange. But it's like... But it's like, in a box... Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to see it with my own eyes. Cool. You walk over there. Yes. Uh, she, uh, just so people know, Pammy is on the thin side. She's dark-haired and has kind of milky skin. Like, she spends a lot of time in the dam. I don't think we've talked to her since episode one. Yep. And haven't talked to the other two. <laughs> yeah, indeed, just pairing. The other two uh, exist, and that's all that matters. Uh, so when you reach uh, Toyota's... What was that? I said they're all sexy. <laughs> all of your all, all your people are sexy? Yes. Uh, Toyota uh, is sleeping in uh, the sun on their uh, in their hammock uh, on their little bargy rafty thing uh, I kind of pull out my crowbar and start banging it on something just some hey. nearby metal thing or some railing or something he sort of raises an arm haphazardly as if to like move you on and I said no 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 you gotta get up and he rolls out of bed the hammock is near the edge of the water and he rolls straight into the water uh, and then sort of lazily pulls himself up and says, Oh, is there? How are you? And I kind of pull out this crumpled thing and say, You had some problem with something? Ah, uh, yes. I bought a movie machine. A story box. And it stopped working. Oh. Is it inside? Or... Yes, there's like a little sort of a sheltered bungalow. He always sleeps on the hammock. It's the most open fucking boat in the entire lake. It is barely a boat, but it's, it's what a... he wanted, and it's what he had built. It's a raft with some poles and a top. Yeah, and a very ornate, like, table for the, for the setting. It's, like, shitty... Uh, fucking 50s iron worked uh, pool table. <laughs> like, 
poolside table, I mean. Anyway, uh, yeah, he, he pulls himself out of the water and then grabs the a box. Um, it's like a sort of a wooden briefcase, I guess. Uh, and he opens it up, and inside is a little flat sort of rectangle. And he opens up the top of it, uh, and it's uh, sort of like a window that you can't see through. And then there's like a little circular flat bit on it, and he presses the flat bit, uh, and it opens. So it's a portable DVD player mm. for everyone listening. He's like, yeah, so it just it stopped working. And there's a little spinning disc in there. You've seen discs before. Yes. And disc drives, but you've not seen all this stuff together. Yeah, it just stopped working. It was beeping a bit before it stopped working, and then it stopped working. Hmm. As so kind of flips it around and kind of looks at it and says, "This, I mean, so it was working, correct? Yeah, it worked for like a day or two. Hmm. Did they tell you if it needed some kind of power or something? Like you had to heat it up or something? Or they they said that it uh, was solar powered. That the sun would get it going. You don't see any solar panels on it. it kind of remembers these strange wings of her burnt <laughs> augury device. And looks at this and says, there's no panels on this. Oh. Oh, I see. And then they sort of look to the east with, like, an intense uh, annoyance. Uh, She kind of puts her hand on the side of his face and then turns it back towards her. And says, yes. we are having a conversation right now. When you want to stare off into the abyss over there, you can do that. But right now, we are having a conversation. Sorry. Sorry. That was a... Um, it's po- I would have to take it back to my workshop, but I probably can get it to work again. Um, yes. I, over the... That, I would love that, and I will pay you a fair wage. Uh, I did, however, have a question. If you can get it to work, can you also see... And he drags out a milk crate uh, that's very brittle, uh, and it's packed full of DVDs, micro-discs, uh, CDs, uh, game discs, uh, Nintendo cartridges... Uh, all sorts of anything that's recorded a game, a piece of music, or a movie between when those things were invented and now. Uh, he's got a stack of them in there. He says, I understand these are also story devices, and I was wondering if maybe you could work out how to pl- see which ones of these would work in that machine. I will pay extra, of course. Well, what's what's in here? Uh, I've, I've just they've just bits that I've collected over the years that are meant to be are meant to be uh, story things. 
And this takes... Do you, Have you opened it at all? He opens it and there's like a disc in there, a DVD in there. Uh, it is some kind of porno. She picks up the one of the N64 cartridges from the... She doesn't know what it is and says, I don't think this will fit in here. So I would assume it's not these. And she like dropped it back in. But then there's all the CDs and the DVDs and the Blu-rays and the whatever comes after Blu-rays and the HDs. She kind of looks at this device and says, well, I assume it's all the ones that are the same shape. Hmm. Maybe. But I don't know. Well, I tried some of them, and some of them didn't work. Like, it didn't even... It didn't do anything. Uh, some of them, it said... Uh, what did it say? Read error, which I don't understand, because there's not a lot of words on them. Uh, so I don't understand why I was having trouble reading them. They're just... Video, and... They're just, they're just pictures and sound. So, like, why... There's no words, so why would it have problems with reading? She's just kind of looking at this thing... Like, there's not even words on... I mean, there's words on this part of the disc, but it goes in the other way. On this shiny bit. The shiny bit's just light. So, I don't know. She just kind of looks at him and says, well, maybe it's like... It's like food, you know? Like... There are some things that some people like and some things some people don't like, and maybe this machine only likes a certain kind of food. Oh, so maybe it was meant to say feed error instead of read error. She kind of taps her hands together as she has this thing kind of and says, I don't know. Um, I'm going to take this, and um, do you want me to take all these discs? Yeah, he hands the basket, the milk crate, to your assistant, uh, and she's like, I guess I'll get out all the round ones when we get back to the workshop. She kind of looks at him and says, do you want, and picks up one of the N64 cartridges, do you want these? They're no use to you anymore. Well, the discs were no use to me until I found the the thing. So, I might get... I'm always looking for story. You know, when all you've got is leisure time, I know that's not the case for everyone else in the community, but when all you've got is leisure time, you... Look, I love fucking, but you get tired of fucking eventually. She look, gives him a disgusted look, and she looks at this kind of cartridge she has in and her hand. There's only so much food you can eat while still looking pretty. Um, okay. I hope you have a nice day, and I'll return sometime in the future. And she's like, she has tossed the uh, DVD player into the basket and is looking at this, like, gray cartridge. Because she recognizes that thing at the bottom of it. She knows, like, has an idea of what that is. Yeah. So she's like, I don't know, do something with this. If I steal them all, (laughs) give them back to him. Perhaps trade could be done. Ah, uh, yes. Now the satellite plays annoying chiptune music from all these garbage <laughs> cartridges. Uh, exactly. She heads back, hoping to solve this problem. 
Cool. I'm going to assume that you get it to work. You very quickly realize that it is out of battery. She assumes so. She just doesn't want to seem smarter than she is, because then people will keep asking her for things. Also, some of the actuators on the laser mechanism thing is a bit sticky, and the lens could be polished a bit more. And like, She yada, looks yada, at, yada. The, at the back, and mm -hmm. is there a slot for like a plug-in or something? Uh, yes, there is. Okay. Uh, there's also another slot. Um, you're not quite sure what it is, but it reminds you of stuff that you've used to get information out of a machine and put it onto yeah. something you can read. She looks at this and kind of taps it and says, Toyota may be able to help me with the change if I convince him. Cool. So... You all finish your various uh, tasks. Uh, when oh, how much, uh, I don't mean to interrupt. How much barter do I get from that? Uh, is there any sort of guide, or do I just go? You just tell me. I mean, I'm one gonna... is like a few sessions tribute to a warlord, so... I'm going to say two. Because one for fixing the thing and one for sorting through the discs. And it is a difficult piece of tech. So it's probably more like one and a half and half, so two. Thank you. Brilliant. Uh, so, you know, time passes. It's been a few days since the journey out. Uh, and then there is... Uh, there's an announcement. Uh the night before, uh, we are going to kick off, that says that tomorrow is going to be a dedicated day of rest. No one is allowed to work. Uh, everyone has time off. Uh, and the words union mandated are used. No one really remembers what that means. It just means it is. it has to happen. It's a union mandated holiday. Uh... Uh, and that there will be a uh, gathering uh, and celebration uh, on the shores. Uh, it is called Community Day. Of course, what a wonderful idea. I know. Who came up with that? Who came up with Community Day? Someone very smart. I hope the Dean from Glendale is going to be there. <laughs> So, what are you guys going to do at Community Day? Are you going to go? Who's not going to go? Ayazama is going. I mean, would would leading service in the morning be considered work? I don't... I think he yeah. would still do that. Do you get... Do you get paid to do it? Um, I don't get a salary, but people give donations. Is it, uh, is there a union wage for doing it? No. Well, then it's probably not work, then. It's not union. It's, if it's not unionized, it's not a real job. Oh, okay. So then in that case, he, uh, he, he has services that morning. Sure. A bunch of people don't turn up. Um, it's a, you know... 
for many of them, it's like, oh, it's a day off. I don't have to fucking go to yeah. dinner. I'm gonna go to the dinner. <laughs> I don't have to do it. He's still everyone's a Swedish I'm glad that those of you that are truly devout managed to find the time to come. Yes. With me. I, I lead them in the the uh, regular Swedish chef chant and then send them on their way. Um, I think that Saffron is a little bit sore about the whole no one can work thing because he likes to think of himself and his his troop as part of the community and a day when no one else is working would probably be a very profitable day for him um considering everyone would have some newfound leisure time mm. you're not wrong improvise improv now turn it on do it do an improv <laughs> in the middle of the pass the hat around <laughs> Do it. It's um, not like they're gonna fight you. True. No one's right. gonna like arrest you. There's no cops. Yeah. Um. In that case, yeah, Ayazama's troop will provide entertainment. And what? I will. Not not Ayazama. Uh, sorry. Saffron's Saffron's crew will provide entertainment. Um, uh, okay. Yes, I said the wrong name. You did. I did. Um, perhaps maybe, uh, maybe perhaps your like... actors aren't. Perhaps your actors aren't working. They're volunteering, and there's a free meal for volunteers. <laughs> and of course, that's there a, are. That's the thing we do in Australia to unemployed people. Oh, volunteer, and you'll get a free meal. Um, I, I I do kind of like that idea. So we're going to do some you know some some improv, maybe some some dancing and acrobatics. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna leave out the hat for for tips because we don't you know we are volunteering. But if you if you liked our performance, you can toss in a, a coin or two or a, a, a license plate, as it were. Um, and uh, Saffron, Saffron will sort of watch from the sidelines, uh, directing the directing the performance. Excuse me. Cool. What else are people doing? Mm, I don't know. Ozair's wandering around. Ozair, <laughs> you see a. Uh, a few people from the burners are here. Uh, there is Chief uh, Chief Scapely Rowan hasn't managed to find time to be here, uh, but Finer uh, Sasha is here, and she's demonstrating to some people uh, the different grades of fuel, and she's talking about how, like, um, the diff while all the fuels can for the most part, be used interchangeably, they have different effects. When you walk, when you are walking past, she's talking about how um, the cooking fuel uh, 
has a nutty flavor to its smoke. Uh, whereas if you are using a fuel that's used for heating, it's going to make your food taste really bad if you use it as a fuel source during cooking. Uh, it has a much more acrid smoke. Uh, and then she picks up a flamethrower. And everyone dies. Well, I was just, I paused because I was going to see if you were interested in hearing more. Um, Rosaire pauses mm-hmm. and then shakes her head and says, that's probably why they died. They set themselves on fire. And continues on. She's not really looking for anything or doing anything in particular. Um, she, she believes in days off. Mm-hmm. So she is taking her day off. Her union mandated day off, mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of you know as you would at a uh, at something a carnival or a fair, just not really have any anything yep. to do, just kind of wander around. Uh, you guys all see that uh, Ethan and uh, Ethan is talking to some kids from the uh, barge about how. The dam uh, is open to everyone. Uh, you don't have to be from the dam to come and work a technical job. Uh, skilled labor is important. It's what holds the community together. Sure, uh, food preparation and uh, all those support industries are key to the community, but uh, you can't cook without a stove uh, is one of the things he points out you know you need you need the people on the dam in the dam uh, solving those technical problems those labor problems uh, mm-hmm. sort of he's trying to drum up recruitment ah that's the true position he's an army recruiter going yes. to the high schools. And illegally recruiting children. Well, uh, Ethan and I had the arrangement worked out where I was going to send some of the smoking children. Mm. Uh, so what are what are they up to right now? Are they are they among the group? Uh, is he? Because is... you said I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think interns get holidays, so mm. they might. They might have to work. That's true. Maybe that's how this is possible. <clears throat> you don't see any of the children uh, around. Child labor. Ozera is definitely against that. None of the ones you sent, rather. You would see all the ones that stayed on the ship with you. Yeah. But the ones that you enrolled in this intern internship are busy. Okay. Um, I think Saffron would have uh, docked the ship uh, that way. There's no, there's no need for the for the smoking children to be the paddleboat ferry, you know, back and forth. Um, Their tiny little lungs just can't handle it. Yeah, it's very kind of you. 
Um, tell me, uh, what, oh, this is a question for all of you, what are some of the big uh, attractions today, some of the big things that people are just fighting to see? Mm. What if the what if the burners are doing a uh, a fire eating demonstration? As they, they they bill it as authentic burner cuisine, but it's pretty much just like a a sideshow fire eating. You know, they they have different fuels and they're just eating fire. Yeah, it's like a joke. They're making fun of themselves. They're like, oh, yeah. traditional burner cuisine. And they're, they're, they're making fun of us because most people actually believe that it actually is burner cuisine. Yeah. You know, they heard about this and they came on down. They're like, oh, how can we How can we join in? You guys I have heard pretty burners eat fire. Yeah, you guys have pretty good relationships with the burners lately. Yeah. Uh, and it's... Um, it's not really harvest season, so the finers are not really doing much. Because finers are the refiners. It's, you know, but it's fucking growing season, so there's almost no scapers here. Hmm. Um, hmm. Maybe someone has set up a... a a line like a like a crude midway arcade where where there are carnival games you know like a, a ring toss and uh, um, throw the baseball knock over the milk cartons the the milk bottles and that sort of thing yeah there's a couple of your uh, of your theater rats that are there uh, running these little carnival games oh cat <laughs> what did you do why'd you try to jump up on that pile of clothing Damn this cat! Um, yeah, so they're like they're all they're all all the children are chain smoking. Be like, come on, try and win a prize. What's the prize? Uh, and then they reach into their pockets, cigarettes, <laughs> and pack of smokes. Pack of smokes for anyone that can land a ring on the pole. They become carnies in their off time. What have you done? They're true calling. You've ruined these children. Yes, yes, I believe I have. <laughs> Let's face it, it was mostly me that ruined these children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Brandon? You've already spoken. What about you, Alex? Uh, Ayazama is walking around, taking in all the different sites. Um, I think he's he, uh, arm in arm with uh, Babylon. They're, you know, they're walking around and looking at the different booths and, you know, trying some of the food that's on off. I'm assuming there's, like, it's, if it's, like, a carnival, there's food around, so they're trying all the different food and just uh, enjoying the atmosphere. And not, and so glad that they don't have to work today. Um, Babylon has chosen... To not wear any of the traditional clothing of your uh, calling. She's oh. wearing something. She's, she's something in her sort of. Not that. It's halfway between something you would expect Pacifica to wear 
and something that you would expect one of Saffron's performers to wear. It's like a sexier version of the cons outfit. That is an interesting outfit you chose to wear today, Babylon. You know, sun's out, guns out, as my father always used to say. I didn't know your father owned a gun. He was a fortunate man. Uh, apparently, it had a gun. It was a word for arm or muscle. I'm not sure. The point uh, is, the sun is out. Why not get some of the beautiful light on our skin and get a healthy bronze? Oh, I can't say I disagree. You do look good, bronze. That's a weird thing to say. Um. <laughs> Seduce me, Alex. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it seems the uh, the theater definitely made an impact on you. I say to Babylon. Yes, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, this is just something I had lying around. Mm, I'm sure. Tell me, uh, Ayazama, mm -hmm. what kind of... Or Alex, rather. Tell me, Alex. What are the coffers of the canteen like you know you get a lot of donations from the people yes um, uh, how do you how do you decide how to spend that uh, well most of the donations I feel like come in the form of you know food and clothes and, and material things that should be that um we would need, you know, just, just to live. Um, every once in a while, people will give us money or shiny, whatever passes for barter. Um, so I don't think they have exactly huge coffers, but they're better off than people would suspect. And uh, where do you keep the non-perishable offerings? Um, they're, most of the stuff goes back into Ayazama's private quarters. Uh, which has a lock on the door, and he has a, a safe box in there where they keep the actual money. What's the safe box like? Is it like the kind of thing a school canteen would have, or is it more secure than that? Uh, it's a little more secure. It's um, It's I'm, got a padlock on it as well. Yes, yes, it has a padlock on it. Um, it's got a and padlock and a key lock. Yeah, it's double locked. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's basically just a strong box, like uh, may, may, like something that you would move. It's probably I'm gonna say garbage pail size, but that doesn't really make sense. But uh, it's it's you know thick, made of some kind of thick metal, mm. not too. It's like one of those fire resistant uh, yeah, no, safe boxes you can buy. All right, cool. So he has a bit of uh, shiny that they're passing around, and uh, you know he, he's paying people. They they give him you know a so basically uh, Ayazama is subtly abusing his position because he'll go over to a food stand and be like, oh let me try it, and then you'll be like, oh this is very good, let me pay you, and everyone goes, oh no canteen, no 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 please, and so he's just going around basically getting free samples from everything. No, Dombard, we won't charge you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Alright, cool. 
Um, so, do any of you want to talk to anyone here? Is there anyone that you'd like to seek out? Perhaps each other and interact or something? I don't fucking know. Roleplay. Uh, I would like to seek out Pacifica. Alright. If, if she's there. Uh, she is here. Uh, she is uh, sitting out on the jetty. Uh, a crude version of the throw the ball and dunk the the person ah, game has been set up, and Pacifica is sitting there in a a sort of a swimsuit with a sarong on around her waist. <laughs> She's sitting there waving at everyone as they try to throw balls at the target. Some of them are like clearly missing on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not quite sure. It ha People don't really know if they're meant to dunk the con or not. So no one, no one's actually dunked her in yet. Not yet. Uh, I'm going to go to. I'm go. I uh, Ayazama turns and whispers to Babylon. Why don't you show them what you can do? <laughs> okay. With those guns. Yeah. <laughs> Those With guns. those guns. Uh, so she walks up and she puts, she grabs some uh, some of the balls there. It's not like a pay to do it thing because this is yeah. like it's a carnival being put on by the cons, and it's not like you're trying to raise money for charity. <laughs> um, so she picks up these three uh, balls. Uh, and she throws one at the target and misses. She throws another one at the target and sort of hits the arm, but it doesn't, not the target part, and it doesn't trigger. Right. And everyone's like, ooh, last shot, let's see if she makes it. And she's like, oh, I hope I make it. And then she throws it right <laughs> into the middle of the target. <laughs> the, the con drops into the water, and she sort of squeals as she does it. And Babylon just sort of turns around and walks away, pretending to be all coy. <laughs> uh, Ayazama stands there and smiles uh, and waits for um, what's it? Waits for Pacifica to like come back out of the water, and then he goes over and like helps her out of the tank to get her, you know, and reset it to get her back into it's the not, seat. It's not really the tank; it's just at the end of the jetty. So she. Oh, oh, right. So just falls, okay, so he like he like is helping like her climb back onto the dock yeah. uh, and resetting it, uh, and he says, "You know, this this is quite an excellent uh, community day that you managed to put together." As you are helping pull Pacifica out of the water. I hope that the listeners will excuse me for being crude, but she's a very attractive woman wearing very <laughs> little clothing. You've never seen your ruler practically naked before, and, um. and you're helping her out of the water, and the sun is shining, and... <laughs> You know, it's like a scene out of a James Bond movie or something. Actually, it probably is, like, literally. It's literally, it's <laughs> in Die Another Day, at it's least. In at least half of them. Definitely it's in also Doctor in Thunderball, I yeah. think. One where is the jetpack, right? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, 
so Ayazama, uh Austin Powers. It's in the bl- second Austin Powers as well. Yes, most definitely. Ayazama blushes a little and averts his gaze slightly uh, as, as a show of respect for our dear leader. Um, she doesn't as seem a, to like take notice. She's just like, oh, I just was in the water. It's bad. No, no, no. I, I, I He understands that. Uh, but it would not do for him to be gawking at uh, the Khan. In public, anyway. Uh, and he says, this is uh, quite the celebration you've put together in a very short amount of time. Oh, thank you. Uh, and she turns towards one of her guards, and the guard sort of hands her a towel, and then looks <laughs> off into the distance away from her. <laughs> oh, I suddenly as found something more interesting to look at. As hmm. she's, like, drying her hair and whatnot. I, f- I forget what her husband's name is. Holland. Holland, right. Well, her partner. It's not clear whether yes. Holland is male or female. Right, right, true. Or, or um, a- either of those, he might be something else. <laughs> um, that well, was no, like, I just meant he might be intersex, but sure, he also might be an unspeakable horror from Beyond the Stars. Uh, He's a jellyfish uh, man. <gasps> I knew it. It's part of the conspiracy that to take over the world. Um... So, uh, like I said, Aizama helps her out of the water uh, and says that. and it's, it, it just goes to show that you can do anything you put your mind to. Mm, yes. And show those naysayers who is in charge. Mm, and she sort of finishes drying herself off a little bit. And this is, uh, perhaps you should climb up onto the throne, as it were. And she sort of oh, I wouldn't want to... Detract from your. Uh, seems everyone here is lined up for you. Yeah, but it would give me an opportunity to go try some of the beautiful food that's around. Well, very well then. Uh, and Ayazama uh, takes off his gold toga uh, and is wearing some sort of. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what he would wear under it. Some sort of like maybe he's naked. Girded. No, I don't think he's naked. He's got some kind of like girded thing on around his loins. He has girded his loins, uh, but he's just loins. Yes, um, as he takes it off, like it just never really showed. But he's just got like scars crisscrossing his body, uh, and he climbs up and and sits. Well, have at it, everyone. Never let it be said that the Lord was afraid of getting wet. Oh, he's not afraid of getting wet. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, yo! So I, I will. Sit, he will sit there until someone manages to dunk him. Cool. Uh, I was picturing Holland was going to come over, just wearing his or her jumpsuit, like just not even, not even dressed for going in the water, just wearing their jumpsuit. Holland comes over and shoots you with a spear gun and then leaves. Ow. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it takes a while, but eventually you get dunked and Pacifica is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Um, you actually see Pacifica and Babylon talk briefly when you climb up. Like, they're far away from you. You can't hear what they're saying, but you see them mm-hmm. talking to each other. Uh, and then Pacifica walks off. Another one just sort of keeps standing around. Uh, as I, I'm going to towel off and pick up my things and go over to her. Oh, so 
Are you becoming friendly with our dear leader now? Ugh, don't even get me started. Yeah, indeed. Don't even get me started, she says as she walks away. Um, so, what about you other two? What are you... Is there anyone you want to see or talk to? Or, I mean, Ozair's probably like, nah, fuck it, mate. Ben's just wants to be alone. Um, Ozair goes and sees Saffron. Oh. That's exciting. Where does where does Oze find you, Saffron? Um, maybe there's been sort of a, a uh, we've we've turned a raised a raised area of the docks into sort of a makeshift stage, um, and it's just it's standing room only. But uh, Saffron is standing at the back, um, kind of. Calling improv scenes with uh, with hand gestures and stuff, um, and setting sending his assistant uh, Husqvarna back and forth between you know himself and the and the players to tell them you know which scenes they should do you know what they should uh, what should what they should focus on and such. Uh, so he is kind of focused on directing the players at the moment and keeping an eye on the Carney children. Brilliant. Ozair kind of stands off and waits until he sees a moment where Saffron isn't uh, that busy. Um, Saffron, Saffron's telling Husqvarna, you know, uh, and tell them, tell them to do a couple of bits where they get members of the audience up on stage. The audience members love that. Uh, they'll lead it up. Uh, go ahead, and then he, he sends her off. Whoa. Um, <clears throat> Ozair kind of sidles up to Saffron. Oh, Ozair. Uh, didn't expect to see you here today. I should have some witty remark or retort to that, but I don't. Um, did you take care of your problem we were discussing um, before you left? Out of character, that would be the mask? I forget exactly the what. The man who tried to murder you. Oh, yeah. Right. Who you let the cons keep so he could come and kill you again. Um, I believe I had... I, I forget exactly, out of character. I had something worked out with Toyota. Toyota was going to help me with that. Toyota implied he would do something about it, but you haven't checked whether that's the case. Mm. All right. Um, sorry, I just needed a brief refresher. Anyway, um, right. in in character again, um, I, I've made inquiries... Um, so far, I have not heard anything about the would-be assassin. Um, but don't you worry, Ozair. I can take care of myself. Oh, I don't worry that you could take care of yourself, but do you have a weapon? Um, I do. I <laughs> Saffron um, 
kind of pulls his his suit jacket aside, uh, and you can see a pair of very sharp scissors uh, tucked into his belt. Sort of at his at his hip. Looks at you and says, "Scissors." Interesting. You would recommend for the ankle pistol. She kind of smiles at you. <sighs> well, it is uh, it is closer work to uh, disarm or disable a person with a pair of scissors, but it's certainly more effective than a than an ankle pistol, as you as you put it. She kind of looks at you and says, well, we wouldn't want to lose you, Saffron. So you should probably take care of that situation before the cons Certainly. do something stupid. Certainly. Um, I, I, would, I would hope that... Uh, they still have someone guard on guard duty, despite the fact that it is uh, community day. Well, Zer kind of puts her hand on your shoulder and says, I'll go see. And leaves to go try to get on to the wherever they would keep a prisoner. Mm. You know what? Uh, I hold hold on a moment, uh, Ozer. I think I think I'll go with you. Um, Ozer, uh, the, the saffron makes a hand gesture to Haskvana that means something along the lines of "just keep things going while I'm gone. I will be back." And she looks vamp, vamp, <laughs> right, vamp furiously. Uh, she looks. Uh, frazzled and pissed and makes a rude gesture back and Saffron dismisses it and follows Ozair. Nice. Fogging. Yes, we head towards the prison or wherever we keep prisoners. Alright, so I want you both to tell me where you think the prison would be. I've already, I've got an idea, and if I think either of your ideas is better, I'll go with it. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, there it's are pros and cons. between realms. That's right. There are pros and cons of having it on the lake and not having it on the lake. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's pros and cons of keeping prisoners or just executing everyone, so you know. I have I have two ideas. My, One is that oh, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, my my first inclination is to say that they keep them in the what was formerly the uh, the turbine room, like at the base of the dam, the generator house. So that way they are they are slightly in a remove from the community and. Uh, as previously established, that's like right across the hall from Ozeus workshop. Oh. There were multiple turbines, so... That's true, there might where, be another Yeah. Could be where a turbine was, since they're all picked apart now. Yeah. 
Could it be at the other end of the dam as opposed to the other side where Ozair's workshop is? Yeah, they could flank the river or whatever that was dammed. I was going to say, it's e- there's either a room in the uh, in the dam that locks, or maybe they just have a cage that hangs out over the lake. Ah. Basically. <laughs> it's crazy, man, in a bamboo cage. But I think I th- think the uh, the locking room works better. Yes. In the dam. Cell or something. I mean, we do have capabilities to repair things, so making yeah. some kind of cell out of garbage of- tables. So in the past, people have been imprisoned in the dam. Uh, a uh, often sort of used as a drunk tank, the space that you're thinking of. Uh, but there's a few... Um, there's a few uh, kind of uh, rooms. Uh, they were like... Um, they were like... Uh, there were these two rooms off the the canteen room where all the tables and stuff were. There were these there was this large room full of cooking stuff which has all been stripped out. And then there were these uh two other rooms. Uh one was uh a refrigerator and the other one was just a bunch of shelves. Those two are used as sort of cells occasionally uh as a drunk tank, but there's also rumors of a mysterious other holding cell. A secret hold. So we have our own black site. Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> ah, it works because it's a water pun. Yes. It's a, a reference. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the great pun, Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> so pun. So where are you going to check first? Not that you know where the black side is. Well, we'll um, probably go to the normal one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then we'll Check do some the investigating for the black side. Check the old walk-in freezers. All right, I'll tell you now, you do not find who you're looking for there, but perhaps you find someone else interesting. We go on the message boards and look through the conspiracy theory forms to find the answer to where the black site you go, is. You go on the message boards. Is that the name of a boat where a bunch of crazy people meet? Is it called <laughs> the message They got black boats going across the lake. You can't see them. They're quiet. We have to go talk to the people on the USS Reddit and find out what's going on. Not <laughs> oh, It is a terrible place. <laughs> It is forbidden. They like to kick people overboard and then shout, downvoted. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, there's some sort of huge arena with, like, two people chained in the middle and everyone around is screaming, downvote, downvote, downvote. You have drastically overestimated the infrastructure of the lake. Um, also, Let me see. you yeah, who do you see? I don't know. Who do I see? It's an improv will... game. I am asking you to improv. JD. We see JD. JD. JD is... Um, I hate his name. 
<laughs> I just picked a name from my from my playbook. Yeah. Uh, what? Let's see. What is? What does JD do? Um, he is the worst prison guard or the best prison guard. <laughs> JD, by the way, his name stands for Johnny Dingo. Oh my god! Uh, and he's one of those crazies that just sort of wandered into the camp one day and made himself useful. Okay. Now I understand why he's here. Um, so if it's if it's usually used as a drunk tank, maybe the night before um, Johnny Dingo was drinking a bit too much, and they hauled him down because he was causing a public disturbance. And there's no work today, so there was no one to let him out. Right. <laughs> so he just he's just in there like, hello? Is anyone, can someone please let me out? I'm sober now. Hello? I've sobered up. You can let me out. I'm not dead yet. I promise I won't, I won't drink that much anymore. I promise. What do you you think can let of? me out. Uh, that sounds like Johnny Dingo. Saffron, oh is that you? Can you let okay. me out? I'm oh God, trapped in here. Uh, yeah, yeah, Johnny, just a second. Um, Saffron goes over and pulls the pin out of the door and, and opens the freezer. Oh, thank you. I've been trapped in there for hours. Oh. Oh, you you could use a bath, my friend. They only gave me one bucket, all right. So I had to pee somewhere. So, I, well, they'll 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 get somebody to mop it out, right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure that's someone else's problem now. Um, oh see a little bit of vomit on his shirt. It's uh. dry. You're uh, you're missing the festivities. What? Oh yeah, there was gonna be like a party or something. It wasn't there on the shore. Yeah, like it's still going community. on. How about you up there? Oh, thanks, thanks. Oh, I'm gonna get myself a few beers, eh? And then you rush off. <laughs> you know, you're just gonna you're just gonna <laughs> end up right back in there. Good. It's where he belongs. Hard uh, prison sentences. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is he going to ride uh, rise to political power on a tough on crime bill? Sorry, you know the crime-filled dam and lake area. We need to get the Johnny Dingoes out of our community. Build a wall. I thought we were mates. Why, we're what are you build doing? Build a wall and get the bone chewers to pay for it. <laughs> but the bone chewers don't have any currency. They're gonna pay for it. We're just wow. that good. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've got dammers you've never even heard of. Sorry. And in all fairness, we have not established that the bone chewers don't have currency. We've That's only really true. established that they like chewing on bones. And that they true. are and that they are. Yes. And that they have no intercommunication, really, yep. and that they do not cooperate with one another. But they could have a con an economy. We don't know. <sighs> anyway, so where you, what are you doing now? Um, Ozair, I'm going to try. I think, I think Ozair is trying to say something. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Go. 
Yeah, because I think you're going to do the same thing I'm going to do, so what are yeah. you going to do? I, I was going to open my brain. That's what I was going to do. It's, it's going to be terrible roll, for me. Roll that weird, get, get that experience point. Alright, uh, here we go, and I get my dice. So, um, Saffron kind of, hang on, let me, Saffron, uh, closes the freezer door and, uh, trapping, trapping the smell in there and leans, sits down with his back against it, um, and just... Sorts sort of starts chanting uh, that that same stanza from uh, Casilda's song from the King in Yellow uh, that brought him into connection with his would-be assassin before. Mm-hmm. And the see. world turns to rock around you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that is a nine. A nine. Okay. So. Get back uh, an impression, and I yeah. get to ask you something. What are you hoping to get? I'm kind of hoping to get to figure out where this guy is being kept. Uh, okay. So, as you sit down, you see like a swirling tunnel of rock, almost like a smoky rock shooting out in front of you uh, and it and suddenly you're on the surface of the dam and you see uh, this ocean of uh, tiny uh, pebbles, bluish pebbles stretching out uh, where the lake would be and at the far side uh, around a bend you see these stone buildings that are like collapsed over uh, and uh, you see yellow sulfurous smoke rising from them. Tell me, what's the most serious physical injury Saffron has ever sustained? Ooh. Um, I think when Saffron was a, was a, was a boy... Um, when he was first running around, um, sorry, I'm just looking up the name, uh, when he was first running around Gam's ship, uh, trying to make himself as, as useful as possible, um, he, he fell from a higher deck to a lower deck and broke his arm in two or three places. Uh, was uh, it a, a um, uh, compound, compound fracture? fracture? I would say, yeah. Okay. Um, for a moment, you feel a sharp pain in your arm. Uh, and you uh, sort of reach for it. And then you sort of come to... Uh, having seen what you saw. Uh, And a bruise appears on your arm where it broke before. It's not... um, It's it's a very dark bruise. Um, 
You've not seen it that kind of bruise before. Um, it's definitely a bruise, but yeah, it's it stands out, and it's right under a scar on your arm. <sighs> um, I'm gonna reach out and touch it, like give it a give it a tentative poke. Does it hurt? It doesn't hurt heaps, but it feels really swollen, and it looks like it's just keeping on swelling, and you feel a little bit dizzy. Oh, oh. Oh. Did you drink something or eat something from that community day? No, no, nothing like that. Uh, just uh, just an old memory. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to need to put this on ice later if I can find any. I think I might know where our assassin is being kept. Good. And somewhere here... Or up above, or I think he might be. I think he might be on the other side of the lake. Okay. Well, do you have any boats that don't require me to use my legs in order to get across the lake? Oh, I I can have one of the one of the children bring us over. You know. You should help those children right anyways, never mind. Um, we need to go see an assassin. I've, get the I've, kids. Tried, I've tried to get them to stop smoking. They Where did they learn that from? I don't know. I Where don't are these know. cigarettes coming from? The burners make them. <laughs> they learned it from the burners. So the burners uh, just no, think it's funny to teach learned, the kids to smoke. They learned to smoke from Bean, not Bean, from your lighting director. I can't remember his name. Um, Ba. They learned to smoke from Ba. Okay, in that case, but I will. The I will tell, supply the cigarettes. I will tell. Uh, I will tell Ozer. They learned it from from your brother's husband. Oh, brother. <laughs> uh, we better get across the lake. That groan was in character, somewhere far away. Ayazama just groans. He just he feels the power. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a disturbance in the force. Uh, oh, you missed the chance to say there is a disturbance in the source. Ah, damn it! <sighs> I failed. Keep it for later. You may have That's a good you're chance. Not, you're, not, you're not canteen anymore. I'm making a royal decree. It yeah, is a Babylon. That's fair. All right. I'm going to go roll up a new character. Good. Uh, does <clears throat> Nipikin, does Nipikin uh, keep you apprised of things that might be of interest to you? Oh, yes. So as you are sort of getting ready to have a heated debate with Babylon on the shores of the lake, uh, Nipikin sort of steps out of nowhere and says, "Uh, Excuse me, sir. Uh, Can't Yes. Saffron and Nozair have just gone to the holding cells in the dam. The, The ones under the dam. Hmm. Ah, they may have gone to speak to that uh, 
unfortunate man that tried to assassinate Saffron. I just thought that you might be interested. Thank you, Neverkin. Babylon, I do wish to have this conversation, but perhaps we could put it on hold until later. No, of course. Tend to whatever it is. It's fine. Oh, God damn it. Alex, it's not fine! I know that! But plots! Uh, <laughs> so, uh. Ayazama also knows it's not fine. Uh, and, well, yeah, because uh, he's not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he knows it's he's not going to have fun later, but uh, he, you know, puts his clothes on and goes to the dam, I think, just in time to see Saffron and Ozair coming out. You do, in fact, get there right about that time. Oh, oh had a... Oh, Canteen, what a surprise. Yes, how are, how are you two doing? What are you oh. doing here? Oh, well, I, uh, I thought you might need a, uh, a gentler, a gentle touch for the conversation that you were going to have with the prisoner. How did it go? Oh, the prisoner, uh, well, uh... It went fine. It did. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna read a person. <laughs> Go for it. Read that person. Damn. <laughs> so that's uh, plus sharp. You know what? If you I'm want, gonna... you can interfere. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interfere. Uh, so how does that work again? Help or interfere? Yeah. Roll plus your HX. Okay, so that's plus one with Aizama. Oh, good. <laughs> um, four. <laughs> okay. No, no minuses for you. <laughs> All right. In that case, I have a nine. Uh, so read a person. Uh, is your character telling the truth? Though I think I know the answer to that one. They are hiding something from you, for sure. Telling the truth, yes. The whole truth, no. <sighs> I, I only ask because I know that there was some disagreement with the cons as, a to, as how to handle the situation. I, uh... All, all I will say is that there are many rules at the source. Oh no, there, there are a few rules at the source. And if someone were to break them, they would have to face the penalties. And history has shown us that when the canteen is meting out the justice of the source, his rule is absolute. Is Ozair. everybody on board with the subtext there? Everyone understand <laughs> what Ayazama is saying? Ozer, in one motion, grabs Ayazama and kisses him. Oh! <laughs> Nipmikin sort of steps forward quickly and then, like, stops and turns away. And He's going, oh, room. oh, okay. Oh. Mm. Well... Thank you. you all, the ladies, all the ladies want you today. 
it's uh it's a good day feast or famine i guess <laughs> uh, um, uh Ozeir, uh just uh is surprised for a moment but doesn't uh resist and then smiles at Ozeir uh when she pulls away <clears throat> yes well just remember that uh anyone who enters the source and does violence is to be executed. Indeed. Anyone who enters with a grudge must fight their opponent to the death. Don't worry, Canteen. We're not going to dispense any justice of our own. There is no justice in the source, as you say, but yours. And I'm going to bluff, uh, bluff the shit out of him. Um, what, what is bluff? Is that a, what is that role? Seduce or manipulate, they added some stuff. When you try to seduce, manipulate, bluff, fast talk, or lie to someone, tell, them, tell them what you want them to do. So I want, I want Ayazama to get out of our fucking way. No, I, he's, I'm, not, I'm not in your way. I thought you were. I thought you were stopping us. No, 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 no. no Ayazama is just, you know, happen. He's just reminding you that you know you have to be good at the source. Wink, wink. Ayazama has basically just said, if you, you, Take my interpretation is interrogate your prisoner at the source. Well, my, my my subtext was that if your plan is to just kill this guy and you go to the secret prison and kill him, kill him. there's yeah. going to be a whole bunch of shit and you're going to get executed. If yeah, he uh, escapes and comes to the source and attacks someone, Ayazama, by law, is forced to execute him. Okay. And there are no not, repercussions. I did not pick that up at all. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. That was my subtext. Basically, if he gets out and comes to the source and does some shit, wink, wink. Okay. There yeah. won't if he be gets repercussions. Out and comes to the source. Yes. All right. So I will. I will in that case retract my statement and say thank you, Canteen. All this talk um, of coming in the source. I didn't realize this was my gay orgy campaign. <laughs> I think you did. And Ozair's a woman? I don't Maybe. remember anymore. Women can be gay. No, no, I know. But then if Ozair's a woman, it wouldn't be a whole gay orgy, is what I was that saying. Would be a... Ozair is a no, mystery true. until Ozair is a person. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, so Ayazama smiles and then uh, goes back to probably have a very yeah. unpleasant conversation with Babylon. Um, yeah. Uh, Saffron says, "Thank you, Canteen, for your spiritual advice." My pleasure. So spiritual. <laughs> have a lovely day at the fair. I wish I'd had a priest like you when I was growing up. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying that you should kill this guy, but if you do, do it in the church. Look, if you're going to kill someone, I just want you to do it here in the church. <laughs> I could give you absolution much quicker that way. If you confess while you're doing it, it's not even a sin. All right. I will remember this when I am a crusading knight. Uh... 
All right, so you guys make your way to the far end of the lake. Who is with you? Um, as far as I know, it's just the two of us and uh, one of the smoking children, one of the theater ads. Yeah, they're, they're like, I've never pedaled this far before. I roll my eyes and put my hands on the child's shoulder and say, take a break. And I push him in the water. <laughs> <laughs> They sort of flounder. And I look and to Saffron and I say, these children know how to swim, yes. And then they gr grab the edge of the boat and the hand sort of slips up and they like, I'm so tired. I, I'm not their father. Uh, Saffron bends down and, and hauls this child back up uh, out of the lake and, and says, you, you stand, I, I'll, I'll pedal for a while. Um, passes his jacket off to Ozair and says, hold my coat. And then begins. She looks jealously at your coat. Your coat is much nicer than my coat. <laughs> That's a fine coat. You're getting blood all over it. As you round the bend, you come to this old, dilapidated resort. Um... And there's what looks like a boathouse that's half collapsed into the water. Um, like, you could probably push your boat up into it because of how much it's collapsed into the water. Uh, yeah. There doesn't appear to be anyone around. There also doesn't appear to be any light sources. Hmm. Perhaps we should pull off over here, and I point somewhere closer to the shore, a little bit away is from the resort. Resort. Um, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Um, we'll tell the uh, the theater rat to stay with the with the paddle boat. Um. Okay. Um. And they sort of looking off into the darkness of the crescent moonlit night. Um. You're out of sight of the settlement, and the verdant is thick here. <sighs> Aren't you glad we came, Saffron? Yes, I... Aren't you glad we brought a child? Hmm. Uh, he is... Tell him to scuttle himself out just a little bit off the shore. All right, that's, that's a fair point. I didn't I didn't realize that it was night before. Okay. Um, By the time you get there, it'd probably be night. It's not like okay. It's early evening, but it's still nighttime. Yeah. Uh, I I will say don't don't stay by the shore. Uh, paddle out of a few yards. Um, stay stay with the boat and and stay close. And when you see us signal. Come get us. Okay, Saffron. Yes, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll get. I'll get on. I'll do it. I'll, I'll. I'll. do it. And then they light up a cigarette. Don't smoke those. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, it's done me from like shaking around, like getting all nervous and shit, and they just they make me feel better. You're hopeless. 
Saffron. Let's go. So there's um, a few buildings. Um, they all sort of have the verdant clinging to them. Um, one has a tree sort of erupted through the middle of it. Oh, do you? What are you going to do? Um, can I read a sitch? Go for it. All right. Roll your oh. hot. Everybody eats, even black side security cards. Sorry. Uh, seven. Seven, nice. So I get to ask one question. Um, what's my enemy's true position? There is a cellar uh, in the building that has the tree erupting through it. It's the largest building here, too. Uh, it's got a lot of big windows on it that are obviously the glass is gone from them. Um, not just smashed in either. Like it's, uh, if there was any glass in there, it's been picked out. Okay. Uh, this okay. place has been scavenged before. Kind of put my hand on Saffron's shoulder before they move on, and I say. There had to have been some point at which the dam and the lake had guns. Correct? I would assume so. We we know what guns are. Um, several people have them. You have one yourself, don't you? Yes. Um, what if... And she kind of looks at the windows. What if there are people with guns... In here. Hmm. I suppose we should probably be careful and quiet. I would agree with that. Um, so I guess we'll keep as keep as low as we can. Uh, keep to the shadows and try to make our way over toward the building with the tree. Throw it. Alright. Are you going to look for a door, or are you going to climb through a window? Um, which is which is easier to get to? Like, uh, is the facade of... Okay, so then, yeah, probably climb through a window. The window is easier to get through just by virtue of there being more of them and it, they, them being closer than the door. Yes. Yeah. So the facade that's facing us has just, like, big open windows. Yeah. Okay. You climb in. Inside is a mess of plants. Uh, it's a very large room. On the f there, There's some fungus growing in here. Uh, on the f at the far end of this place, you see uh, there's no windows there. Uh, and there's some kind, and there's a bar. Uh, there's nothing behind it. 
um, and there's no taps or anything on it. It's just, but it's a bar. You know a bar when you see one. You live in a theater. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there doesn't appear to be much else in here. Um, Ozair again reaches out for Saffron and says, hold a moment. Okay. Look, and I'm going to open my brain. Do it. Come on, dice, don't keep failing me like you have been. No. 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 Do you still Uh, mark experience when you fail? I think so. When you've rolled, because it's just when you've rolled the thing yeah. that's highlighted. So that is a six. Cool. Don't I take something from you, basically? Uh, on a miss, be prepared for the worst. Okay. So it's going to suck. Not necessarily. Um, you sort of try to... What the fuck was that noise? You sort of start to reach out with your mind, uh, but you get a feeling like you've just put your hand on an incredibly hot stove and you sort of, your mind flinches backwards. You have no idea what it was, but there's something going on. There's something awful here. Saffron? Oh... I couldn't reach out into the whatever you want to call it, the maelstrom. Perhaps it's better that we press on then. Um, I pull my gun from my waistband. Yeah, Saffron draws his scissors from his belt as well. Ooh, those scissors. Yep. Uh, where are you going to go? We're trying uh, to find a cellar. You know that much. Somewhere underground is where you would put a prisoner. Yeah. Um, so the room that we're in just has a bar. Is there like a door that leads further into the building, or? No, this appears to be like a tavern for or a inn or something like that. Remember that this is like up in the mountains. Okay. So it's like, yeah, it's some kind of place for all the people at the resort to gather and get drinks. Yeah, so out of character, it's like a ski lodge, basically. It's like a ski lodge. Gotcha. Um, yeah, there's rooms out to... There's doors to outside, and there's the bar. All right. Uh, in that case, let's go back out and walk around to a door that connects to the rest of the building. I have a feeling we're going to have to shimmy down that tree. Mm-hmm. Mm, you're not far off, but you're not spot on either. Um, as you go around the back, you're walking along and you step on what sounds like a... It reminds you of uh, walking on uh, the deck of a... Uh, on a metal deck. You step on something and it sounds like hollow metal space underneath your feet. Um, Alright, I, I look down... What, uh... What's all this, then? Yeah. You see greenery. You'd need to get down right up close. 
Yeah, I'm gonna clean clear away the the foliage and see what's underneath. Yeah, you start pulling away the dead branches and you see a rusty sheet uh, of metal. There's some kind of tacky plastic on it, uh, but that's started to wear away. And then there's this rusty piece of sheet metal. Uh, mm -hmm. It doesn't look like it's just been placed here. This looks like there was some kind of metal door. I get out my crowbar and look for an edge. You find an edge. Should I do this, or will it be too loud, Saffron? Um, if I if I help, can we? Well, you just sort of stomped on a metal door. Yeah, there, a... so there was a there was a big hollow, there was a big hollow clang. So I'm assuming we should work fast. Fast, uh, not quiet. That's my favorite kind of uh, heist. Yes, <laughs> we are going to heist this man away. Um, I quickly use a crowbar for what a crowbar is for. You crow the bar. You bar the crow. You yes. jimmy it open. I love uh, it. You leverage this thing open, and you see a pit beneath you. There's darkness, uh, and there's two sort of metal runners at a slight angle uh, out of character. This is a... The place where you would roll the kegs down into the bottom of the bar. I don't know if you do that in America, but all the kegs are stored underneath. All the alcohol it's, is stored underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's that, basically. There's no staircase here at this part. That would be inside. <laughs> Good thing we brought lights. And I jumped down. You didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> you chose not to. You jumped down. Um, I guess I will jump down too because I, I, I was there. Oh, crap. And then... Uh, Ayazama goes back to the source and starts planning for a double funeral. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you jump... Just as you were about to jump down, Saffron, you hear Jose say, Ah, oh, fuck! I hate it. <laughs> because I remembered I have a thing that I can do. Because Brandon failed. Are, are you okay? I'm pinned, or trapped, or stuck, <laughs> somehow. Or caught. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Your leg, your, leg, your leg seems to have, when you landed, your foot went in a hole, and then when you tried to pull your foot back out, it really, really hurt. Like there were sharp spikes digging into your f leg. Um, it is a type of trap that I only know of from Roman history. Is that like the weak floorboard with the nails under it? No, it's the kind you put. You dig a hole just uh, large enough that a foot can fit in it, and you put a bunch of spikes pointing downwards. Oh, so right, your so foot you pull just your slides foot. in fine, yeah, but then when you right. pull it back out, a bunch of barbs go into your foot. Oh, my foot seems to be caught in some kind of jury-rigged garbage trap. Um, perhaps you should kill me and leave me here. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's hardly a helpful suggestion, Ozair. Um, you know how helpful I am. Hold on, I I am going to carefully climb down into this uh, pit under the bar, being careful not to step in any foot-sized holes, and see if there's anything that I can do to extricate Ozair from the situation that they have placed themselves into. All right. Well, I'm guessing either give me uh, give me an act under pressure. I guess is going to represent climbing down carefully. Okay, so I roll plus cool. Let's see how well this goes. My cool is at zero. Well, I don't make the rules, man. No, I know. You should have took that NPC Nipperkin and pushed him down here. Hey. That's true. You fuck with Nipperkin, you feel the horns. You could have brought right. Nipperkin. Good news, everybody. I got a seven. A seven? <laughs> Good. Um, so on a 7 to 9 you flinch, hesitate, or stall the MC can offer you a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice you can jump straight down on my leg or <laughs> you can take a arm <laughs> uh, as you sort of are trying to work out how to get in you uh, hear from one of the other buildings uh, Oi! Who's out there? And then you can go in. Uh, and I'm going to go quickly go to the toilet, so talk amongst yourselves. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, we are so fucked. Oh, yeah, you really are. I got a gun, so you can take it off my dead body now that your rogue first, is First he has to get down there. The I have a pair of really sharp scissors. I've got a gun, but I'm on the other side of the lake, so... You guys are on your own. I wonder how much harm I took from this ingenious foot-sized trap that I put <laughs> myself into with my dumb move. <laughs> and you know, it's just been hanging over the whole game. Like, when yeah. is that shoe going to drop? Oh, right Will there. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, is he going to I mean, he's probably going to remember, but I don't want to ask. Three. But, yeah, he's totally going to remember. And he did, at the worst possible time, which is the best possible time for the MC. Yeah. The most dramatic time. Yeah. Hmm. Should I get a gang, or should I get life support, or a different let's, move? Let's get you out of a hole first. <laughs> All I might get a gang roll, next. Roll, look at a person, look at a thing, look out into the darkness, see what's coming to kill me. I took armor, so that's good. Yeah, good. I, I took that divine protection move from the whatever source book. Focus. So, focus. Yeah. Yes, and I have I have one armor for being religious because that the makes sense. The only person that has armor, <laughs> and it's not even real armor. It's just my faith protects me. Sorry, magic, water armor. Anytime I would take harm, instead it just happens to hit one of my vials of water and bounce off. Awesome. That's that's the sound of glass breaking and going everywhere. Should probably start looking ahead to see what playbook I would want to take. Maybe I should take a faceless playbook. I mean, faceless move. Like that Rasputin one where I can't die. <laughs> yes, well. That's an awesome one. Um, 
That right. would be really convenient to have right about now. Yeah. So my plan right now is that we are going to hide while this person uh, hopefully doesn't come to investigate. Um, but they will definitely see the uh, the piece of sheet metal that's been moved because I can't move that back into place and jump in the hole. Yes. Or you can move it back into place and hide and just leave Ozair in the pitch dark with their foot stuck in this horrible trap. <laughs> and then come back for them in a little bit and hope that they're okay. And when he comes to inspect, I'll just shoot him. Pang! 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 The tiny one that I yeah. have in my pang, hand. Pang, pang, pang. Well, as the canteen has informed us before, if we do end up killing anybody who isn't, like, causing an incident at the source, then we will both be executed. Well, no, I mean, I don't know that for certain. I was just thinking, if you guys go break into the Khan's top-secret jail and murder someone, they're probably not going to take too kindly to that. Yeah, and they're probably going to know exactly who the fuck did it. Yeah, the two guys who were saying, hey, we should execute this guy. Not so top secret that they didn't install some kind of psychic masking. Ooh. To protect right. it from people <clears throat> opening right, so middle, their minds. So, middle secret, then. So I feel like this is this is a better option. Um, Saffron is going to whisper down to uh, Ozair, stay there, Ozair, and keep quiet. Um, he's down in the mud. And then here. he picks up the piece of sheet metal as as quietly and as quickly as he can, puts it back over the over the hole, and then brushes some greenery aside, like over it. Is there any way that I that he that I can get this done and then get out of sight? It's kind of quickly or quietly. It's not really both. Yeah. Um, all right. In that case, then you know what? I'm gonna go for quickly because then I can get somewhere quiet. I can get somewhere where I can ambush whoever's coming to attack us or investigate. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be kind of noisy. There'll be a, a loud clang as uh, Saffron just drops this piece of metal back into place, and then. Maybe you'll get lucky, and he'll think it was like a fox or something. A <laughs> razback running across yeah. the metal. Um, um, and then my options for hiding are just, like, dive into the verdant. May I suggest the move Escape a Hunter, as you are now currently being hunted? Indeed. Oh. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. So uh, okay. it's one that we used last run, but it was the yeah. it is one of the newer things. Subterfuge move. It's a battle Subterfuge move. move. Uh, escape a hunter. Roll plus cool, which is a zero again. Everyone loves making these moves plus cool. Or you could try to turn the tables. You could try oh, no, no. to Never mind. You know that you're the hunted. Never mind. Yeah. You know that you're the mouse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, Saffron is just gonna going like, shit, 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 shit. And get seven again. Thank Christ. Nice. Uh, you've had to... Nope. 
Escape a hunter. On a 7 to 9, your hunter catches you out, but only after you've led them to a place of your choosing. Say where. Alright, um... I'm going to run around the opposite side of the building that they're coming from so that I can wait, you know, and, and you know, when they come around, I will, like, put put my scissors to their throat. Mm-hmm. He'll stab multiple times in the chest. So, sort of is standing. He's just, like, a foot away from stepping out into your trap, basically. And he's just standing there. You can tell that he must be looking around. And then he quickly snap turns around the corner and make me that stab him in the face roll, I guess. Um, I don't want to stab him. Um, I want to I wanna go aggro on him. Does he, does he have a weapon? Uh, he might, but you, don't have to, you won't be able to see it before you make your, before you make your action. Um, Swear to me. So you might, like, go aggro on him with your scissors, and he'll have, you know, some heavy gloves. Or he might have a shotgun pressed into your stomach. Yeah. Either way, you're going to be facing each other when you go aggro on him. Yeah. So um, that's your that's your luck of the draw, basically. Yeah, I, I don't want to I don't want to murder anyone unnecessarily. Um, go aggro. So I'm I'm gonna go aggro on him. Uh, just like press my press the tip of my sharp scissors into his throat and say, uh, "Easy there now." Easy tiger. Yeah. Um, and because I took the devil with the blade, I get to roll plus hot instead of. Uh, plus hard. Oh, wow. So I was right to say easy there, Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Ain't no need for nobody to get all hot and flustered. I don't know why you're from the south slash a western. And so that I, I mark XP, and that gives me a nine. Nice. Um... On a 7 to 9, you can choose one of the above or one of the following. Alright. Um, so that's up to that's up to you, because you get to oh, choose. Oh, I choose. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, says they, it says they choose. Okay, my bad. Um, get the hell out of the Yeah, I'm going to go for give you something they think you want. Uh, tell you what you want to hear. And <coughs> back. Yeah. They, uh, they, say, uh, they say, look, look, look. All right, all right, it's fine. Look, here, here. You can have it. It's fine. And uh, he, he pulls out uh, what looks to be uh, keys. Very... Old looking, like an older style key, but it was recently made. Um, it's like a, you know, a medieval key, but it was clearly something that someone made recently. And they sort of throw it to you, it's fine, just, just go in there, take what you want. I mean, you won't be able to carry much, uh, and I'll just forget that I saw you, alright? Look, and then they close their eyes. I didn't, I didn't really see your face anyway. I, don't, I didn't see your face. <sighs> 
Awesome. <sighs> All right. Um. <clears throat> Saffron, Saffron says, um, get on the ground, uh, face the, face the wall, uh, hands behind your back, nice and yeah, easy. What did you say? They have a pistol that they dropped on the ground as well. Um, Saffron is going to like dip down, you know, trying to keep his scissors to the person's throat as best uh, he can uh, and just just snag that. Cool. Um, so so he, he complies, he does that? Yeah, he does. All right. Um, shit. <sighs> Is anyone else here with you? Uh, look, you, you just take what you want, you know. I'm not going to tell nobody. Oh, Christ. Um... Yeah, Saffron's going to stab him in the throat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Go I, for it. I kind of want to murder anyone unnecessarily, but after weighing my options, well, it kind of it kind of occurred to me that I I don't really have much of a choice because if this person does talk, they know that we came and and let this person out. Um yeah, but he said he didn't see your face, even though he stared at you for like a good minute, probably. Yeah, that's that's kind of. I I feel like we have we have a, an out for this though. We've uh, we've if if he is indeed planning to escape, um, what's his face the the assassin? He had to have killed someone in his escape attempt, or you know. He he could have rather. Okay, go for it. You you can stab him in the neck. Do you want to stab him in the neck? Oh shit! I don't really want to. Um, do I have anything on my person that I could like tie him up and gag him with? Are there are there vines or something nearby? There are vines. I would not recommend tying someone up with them though. Yeah. Make him eat them. Um, you know, vines. you know what? Forget this. Um, changing direction here. Um, damn it! I don't want to do it, but I, I kind of don't Make see any other choice. It's, it's what my previous sprawl character would have done. <laughs> Just blow him away. He's seen you. This. Yeah. Um. Don't you want to feel powerful like a man? You're not a real man until you've taken a life, apparently. No, we're going to do this the difficult way. Um... <laughs> I mean, they're both difficult. Yeah. Trust me, I will make so, both so... ways difficult. Um, 
Saffron Saffron puts the scissors back in back in his belt because now he's got the gun, and he says, "You are going to help me. Uh, stand up. Come over here." Do you pick up the keys as well, by the way? Uh, yes, I do pick up the keys. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, they stand up. All right. Um, the the um, the sheet metal covering over here. Uh, pick it up. Toss it over. Uh, sure. They lift it up uh, and move it to the side. All right. Um, we're going down in the hole. You first. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to need to turn around in order to climb down safely, so I'll be facing you. Is that okay? I'm going to take a step back and uh, cock the pistol and say that's fine. All right. They turn around, and then they sort of stand there and are looking at you as they sort of make motion to get ready to climb down. Eyes not, down. You're not here for the stash, are you? The stash? The stash of what? Yeah. Okay. And they sprint into the verdant, unless you're going to do something. Um... No, uh, Saffron is, yeah, Saffron is kind of too shocked. Do it, do it, do it. All right, fine. Saffron shoots him. All right. No, Uh, why would you do that? I've got the bad bad decision fairies whispering into my ear. As he quickly sprints to the left, uh, you train the gun on him. And make me uh, act under pressure roll. Do something under fire, rather. Alright, that's plus cool, and I am terrible at that, so let's see how this goes. <laughs> Fuck no, four. Yeah, you, bull- you, you fire off a bunch of bullets, and they sort of... He's in the verdant somewhere, you don't know, you didn't hear him scream, but, uh... Hey... Uh, I- yell out from the hole. Maybe he'll get killed by those people that eat the bones. Who knows? Let's hope so. Uh, I'm going to hop down in the hole and see if I can help Ozair extricate themselves from the trap. Sure. Um, you can do that, Ozair. You'll take one harm in this process. Did, would I take a harm initially, or not? No, this will be the harm for the total experience. I would think that, like, as soon as you felt the pain when you tried to pull your foot up, you stopped. Yeah. No, she's a glutton for pain. Bigger <laughs> part you don't know about over there. Oh, in that case, you're at uh, 23 on the... You're at 11. <laughs> on the murder clock. This uh, ramming it into my leg. Ah, yes. Twenty-three hundred hours on the doomsday clock. The digital doomsday clock. So not my leg. Well, 
we've got a I've got a gun and a key. I believe you need to roll the harm move. Nah. Brandon. <laughs> I refuse. But you've taken the harm. Ripless harm suffered. One. No. Eleven. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's what happened the last time. What are my options again? I get more harm, or I get unconscious, or trapped, or panicked, or you can choose two of the other ones. I'm gonna say more harm. Ah! Expedience. You're making it worse. <laughs> so everyone's like, no, just pull it out. It's like a band-aid. You've just got to rip it off. And you're like, that will not work. <laughs> well, I will lose a foot. <laughs> You've got two. Got an extra. I kind of tear my pant. <laughs> And make a uh, makeshift bandage for my flag. Now I have like one long leg and one short leg, and I hate it. Johnny Dingo, Johnny Dingo only has one foot, and he gets along fine. <laughs> you know, it's a bad day when you're getting compared to Johnny Dingo. You I shoot myself. <laughs> You so much <laughs> All of it. Uh, you find down here after I assume you search around. Yeah. After you freed us there, you find cages. Uh, they're made out of wood. Um. How efficient? Up the back is uh someone sleeping. All the other cages are. Devoid of life, I would not say they're empty. Dead dudes. Or ladies. Dudes in the gender neutral term. Dead comrades. Yes. Dead dissidents. They went to Siberia, where they belong. They've been gulag. We approach the only supposed living one, I assume. Yeah. And you see uh, your quarrel, your prey, your attacker. Oh, we found him. They are sleeping, Ex like exhaustion sleeping. Um, I try the key in the lock. Uh, there is no lock. Oh. These cages are nailed shut. So they're not coming out of, uh, he's not coming out of there. Mm, he's not coming out of there easily. You think bad one of you doesn't have a crowbar or, oh. You think mm. locks grow on trees? If they're going to be keeping people in here for like 30 days, they might as well just fucking build a cage around them. I hand Ooh. Saffron the crowbar. I don't think I have enough leverage to get this open with my horrible foot. With your clubbed foot? Yes. If he should make a move on me, you know what to do. 
Do you want me to shoot him? I'm unclear exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Do I shoot him? Yeah, if shoot him. If I kill him, okay. If you kill him... We're just, we'll just take him as far as we can get out into the Verdant. How about that? Yeah. The Verdant. Apparently yeah. I'm Spanish. If you take him to the Verdant... Um, so yeah, Saffron... see a movie? Saffron, um... crowbars the, the cage open to the best of his ability. I have yeah, my you... pistol pointed at this man. As you are smashing the wood, uh... the person wakes up and they sort of, like, pull back towards the, uh, cage and, and they're saying something like, uh... Why, why, why did they send you? Why, why have you come? Why, why, what do you, what's, and then they just sort of start screaming. That's about all Ozer has the ability to do. You could shoot at them. <laughs> that normally quiets people up, right? I am going to point my gun through the cage and yell for him to shut up. <laughs> Am I okay? Cage open, and now you've got this hyperventilating, starving, dirty, naked, filth-encrusted person. It's been like a week. Um, they've Saffron, been down here for years. Saffron uh, holds his scissors up and says, "You're going to come with us, and you're going to come quietly. Yes, Otherwise, yes. yes, 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 I will. Release me, release me from this place." Very well. They if think you, you run, yeah. I will shoot you, and then I will shoot you. Then I will stick you in the verdant and leave you there. Yes, yes. I won't shoot yes. to kill you. I will shoot to wound you. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I think he understands. He seems to be broken in some way. Yes. I'm getting that too. I kind of reach in and haul him to his feet. Can he stand? Mm, barely, but enough. Just as much as Ozair can. Alright. Um, in that case... I guess uh, Saffron will go... Hmm. Saffron shoves him ahead of the two of them. and uh, I, I look at uh, Saffron and, says, and say, if I leave here, do you think you'll be okay? What do you mean if you leave here? You should find out what that stash is about. Yeah. 
if I go somewhere else, will you be okay? Once we get him to the boat, at least. Sure, fine. Okay. Whatever that means, you crazy, yeah. crazy bitch. Yeah, I mean, Saffron, I know what that means. Saffron's a little pissed right now because this entire thing was very unnecessary, and now someone has seen him. Ozair, if they knew what happened, would argue with you, but they don't really know. Um. So yeah, let's let's get him to the boat. What boat? I make a hooting noise for the child to come. <laughs> There's nobody out there. You, you left a child alone on the lake. In the middle of the night. Well, In the middle of the night, and then there was strange noises and crashing, and then gunshots. And they bolted. That little do want, shit. Do you want to shoot yourself first, or do you want me to shoot you, and then it'll look like a double suicide? Well, if Saffron shot himself first, he wouldn't be able to shoot you then. Well, I'm just... Never mind. Um, what should we do? Huh. Well, if I were writing this as a play, right now would be the time for a deus ex machina. Unfortunately, I don't think that the gods are on our side at all, based on how things have gone in the last half an hour. Ayazama flies in on his helicopter. Need a lift? <laughs> Helicarrier. <laughs> Thank the source. Um, you know what? I fuck it. Um, I'm I'm gonna open my brain. I need a way out of here. Go for it. Figure it out. I rolled a five. <laughs> Don't figure it out. Nice. Uh, as you uh, as you open your mind, uh, you see a, the rock underneath you crack and crumble away and fall to nothing. But you see a glowing, warm light down through these cracks in this deep pit. It's calling you home. Oh and, as you, and as you waken from the trance, you see uh, your prisoner staring down at the ground, and they're just saying, yes, yes, over and over again, as they look down at the ground and said, yes, let's go home, go home, yes, yes. Where? Where are we going? To the mines? They, sort of, they sort of reach down towards the ground, and if you don't stop them, they touch it and say, we can go home. As they stare lovingly at the ground. How long would it take us to walk through the verdant? Well, we're on the shore. 
So how long would it take us to walk to the dam? It'd kind of be like walking through a mangrove swamp. So while it's not a super large distance, uh, it would take you most of the night. Which also means spending most of the night basically in the verdant. Hmm. I could leave, but that would be not very Ozair-like. You're the one who got me into this mess. I am. Maybe there's something useful in the stash. I mean, there's not, but I just want you to look in there. Alright, let's check the stash. We might as well. I want to know what the hell that guy was talking about, and we're not getting any more fucked. You know, we might be, actually, but... Stash? Stash of what? I don't know. He mentioned some kind of stash. Well, hopefully there's some kind of small boat that, when you put it on water, it increases to a large boat. We can only hope. stash of grow boats. (laughs) If only. If only there were some way to undo the last hour of our lives. Jose's <laughs> great grandmother had a grow boat. <sighs> we find the stash, or attempt right. to. Yeah, we'll search the building. Um, I'm actually gonna keep uh, the prisoner, you know, under under guard uh, as as much as I can. When you walk into this building, there is, for all intents and purposes, a very new-looking bar, like metal bar and grate, like a like a prison, like prison grates. Okay. In front of you, cutting this room in half. On the far side of that grate, on the other side of it, This is like, it's a box of metal on the inside of this shitty old wooden building. And inside this box of metal is a whole shit ton of stuff. You see stockpiles of fuel, you see like a fridge, you've seen a fridge before. It appears to be running. You don't see any means by which it would be getting power, but it's running. You see some guns, uh, you see other weapons looking things uh there's some cloth here some clothing uh and ozair something stands out to you it's the piece of the dam that is missing there's a piece of the dam missing mm-hmm. the piece that e- ethan's uh predecessors removed the oh from, from the turbines oh okay how big is it? Hmm. Uh, about the size of a bar fridge, all things considered. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. Interesting. What is that? The way that we can change the entire way we live. It's sort of uh, wrapped up uh, in like a tarp 
uh, and it's you know exactly what it is from looking at it because you've studied its design, but it's marked as um, unholy item. No, no, no. It doesn't say that because this is a black site for the cons. It's marked as uh, it says on it uh, war machine components, uh, but then there's question marks. So whoever found this and brought it to the cons secret vault didn't know what the fuck it was. Are there any like submachine guns or like or are they pistols and guns? There are mostly like hunting weapons here, but there okay. is the odd uh, other thing. Zara picks up an odd other thing. <laughs> Cool. It's, uh, it's a frog. It's a frog gun. It launches frogs. Okay, good. Poison that arrow frogs. An odd other thing. Sorry. Uh, let's see. What did I want to do? I didn't want to do anything. Mm. And unless there's anything else, I was going to call it there. All right. Yeah, I. Oh, got you stuck in this cool situation. With, yeah. I, with Ayazama arguing with their partner all the way home. No, no, no. We, well, I'm, I, I'm not going to argue. Okay. Ayazama wasn't planning on arguing the fact that she was talking to uh, Pacifica. He's going to try to explain his plans and thought process to Babylon so she gets on board. And what is that thought process in as short a sentence as possible? Um, let the revolution happen and pit everyone against each other and so then pick up the pieces when everyone else is dead. You're, you're going to be Napoleon? Well, he's been, he's been telling Pacifica, trying to get her a little more paranoid, hoping that she cracks down so, and with, uh, so that Ozair has more reason to try to kill them. And then uh, see what happens after that. Maybe, maybe you should like start telling her about all this stuff. Like, I've heard rumors that there's people uh, going into prohibited areas. You know? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's <laughs> all right. That, cool. That has not escaped his thought. That'll be. I think that'll that'll be good for next time. So yeah. yes. Yeah. There you go. I think, I, I think you guys have uh, have Saffron's support for the revolution because that is the uh, course of action that seems least likely to get him killed at this point. Isn't it funny how revolution now seems like your safest course of action? Yes. <laughs> Consul, consuls can't be charged for crimes. As, sorry, dictators can't be charged for crimes as long as they maintain the office of dictator. Yes. Who said anything about dictator? Well, you know, Marius was a good one, and then, like an idiot, he gave it up, and then got tried for all of his crimes. Yeah. All right. All right. Indeed, that's going to be the end of the session. Let's do our end of session stuff. Uh, well, I'm going to give plus one hex to Ozair for that uh, sweet lip lock action. Yes, you feel like Gosea knows you better. A little bit after they've taken your tongue. Bring me to zero or one. It resets to one. One. Okay. Yay! I get an experience and I get my third level up. Yay! God damn it!
Um, I am also going to give my point to Ozair because... Hooray! You didn't really, really interact with Ayasama. Yeah. And, um, in Ozair's mind, she will give it to Ayazama because she believes oh. that Ayazama uh, is understanding her plight. Oh no, he does. He just wants to be in charge when everything's done. Right. He He's to just be gonna in see charge of your plight. Ah, uh, betrayal. <laughs> yeah. Stab him. Betrayal at the boat on Haunted Lake. Yep. Sorry. Well, he might not have to betray you. If everything goes well, you'll just die in the revolution, and then he'll <sighs> pick up the pieces. You'll Is be a martyr for the cause. Is betray you a tray you's brother? Uh, I got an experience too because my hicks with those air reset just then nice Uh, fuck you both (laughs) oh no that's my sixth experience of the game well you got some weird move you got some weird XP and some hot XP I did you just gotta gotta seduce everyone yeah Next time you get the that hot highlighted. Right. I figured you're going to be manipulating people. That's why I gave it to you. But then yeah, well didn't I threatened. As much. I threatened a bunch of people every time I rolled go aggro with my scissors. I rolled plus hot. Yeah. Oh okay. Well there you go. So you would have gotten experience each time as long as they were in different scenes. Yeah, yep. they were. All right. Cool. Um. Well, I think that's it. Is there anything else we need to do? At the uh, end of the I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're good. Cool. This is getting weirder every fucking run. Yep. <laughs> it is becoming harder and harder to get you all three of you to <laughs> do seeds together too. Yeah. I might have to might have to have a chat about that later. But anyway, uh farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>